You're tuning into the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. As a best-selling author, certified life coach, and speaker, I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and transform you from the inside out. From time to time, you may hear a solo episode, but for the most part, we will be joined by real-life guests who have overcome adversity, but as they have done the work, today they are thriving. So grab your pen and paper as we get started and learn firsthand tips and tricks to change the trajectory of your lives so we can live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays. Today, I have another best-selling author on with us. So without further ado, let's bring her on and get to know her. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm wonderful. I'm really enjoying talking to you in person. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Paula M. Kramer. I I do my best to make the world better for other people because I've had a horrific life. Mm. My mother tried to kill me twice. Oh, wow. Medical professionals misdiagnosed a childhood spinal injury for 33 years. If you have any children in your life, tell them to never pull a chair out from under anyone. That's all it took to make my life worse. And my husband died when our daughter was eight months old. So by age 28, I was coping with all of that. And I got through it by saying positive things, well, but first by listening to positive words I could trust and then saying positive things to others that they could trust and saying positive things to myself. I do not say anything positive to myself. I say, I don't like this, what you're doing. I say sometimes that was stupid, but I do not say positive. I don't call myself stupid. I do not say anything negative to myself. You're not, not your ugly, not your fat, not your old, nothing, only positive. You definitely were meant to be here because you have endured a lot. So how did, what was the work like? What was the healing process like for somebody that may be listening, that has suffered or experienced some of the same things as you? What helped you, you know, work through it? What helped me was taking positive control in any small space of my life that I could. Anything. Just making someone else smile, making myself smile, making connection to other people. I, my father loved me. I know he loved me because he told me he was, I was his favorite child. But my mother was a narcissist who emotionally abused everyone. He became an alcoholic to cope with the abuse, a quiet alcoholic. He would go do his job. He would take us on outings on summer afternoons. But he would come home and drink three quarts of beer at night to bury mm. his feelings, to bury the abuse. Yeah. But you can't keep feelings buried. So at times he would explode in rages that would last for hours or days. And in one of those rages, he broke my sister's arm. So yeah. I was afraid of him. I knew he loved me, but I was afraid of him. So I developed soft skill power strategies to make connections with people outside the family. And I created as many small space successes as I could that way. And I have learned that when you take positive control in situations or relationships, you attract unimagined success from other people 
who see value in your positive control. I attracted my first unimagined success at age 11. I said, how was that? <laughs> I know, how was that? I said something positive to the principal at our elementary school. She liked what I said. I can no longer remember what I said. <laughs> she liked it. She started having me come to her office for conversations. Mm. How many kids love the idea of going to the principal's office? <laughs> I loved it because yeah. we sit there and have these wonderful conversations. I remember sitting across the desk from her and laughing and laughing mm. and laughing. Because of those conversations, I have always felt equal to every person in any room. Mm. I have never felt anything close to the imposter syndrome. So my first small space success was just saying something to the principal that she liked. And that had to be very impactful for you because things were chaotic at home. They were chaotic at home. Yeah. And being at the principal's office, you know, hanging out with her had to be something positive, especially seeing, especially seeing a positive adult in your yeah, life. Positive adult. That's what I needed. Yes. Yeah. So you, so we met because we are both co-authors yeah. in the newly released Voices of the 20, 21st Century, Empowered Through Passion and Purpose. So tell us a little bit as to your chapter and what made you say yes to being a part of the book? Well, this is my fourth Voices book. And so I, I had said yes to Voices of the 21st Century, Resilient Women Who Rise and Make a Difference. And I am obviously resilient. I said yes because I wanted to tell the story about my life because children, at least one child dies through intentional act, actions of their parents every single day. Mm. Other children die every day. A number of other children, four to five, die through abuse or neglect. My mother tried to kill me twice. I think 10 to 20 children survive attempted murder by their parents every day. And I wanted to tell my story because I'm trying to get more people to pay attention. We become addicts in some way. I became a compulsive overeater for 25 years, and we hurt other people. I, my first therapist was terrible, and she didn't help me, and I had three blackouts, temporary blackouts when I was with her, and I almost killed three children in the back of my car. So we hurt other people, unintentionally, but we hurt other people. I wanted to tell the story to get this out in the world so more people would pay attention to us. And I grew up, thinking uh, the most disturbing story of my childhood was the Abraham and Isaac story because God told Abraham to kill his son. And being a child, I thought that meant anybody could mm -hmm. tell my mother to kill me if they didn't like something I did, and she would. Mm -hmm. And then it morphed into anybody would kill me for any, something they didn't like. So I yeah. was terrified. <laughs> being in the Understand Understandably. Until... I wrote my story in that book. About a month after that book came out, I realized I wasn't terrified of being uh, of, of anybody killing me out in the world, of strangers killing me. So that ended my decades. I was 70 years old when that book came out. I felt safe in the world for the first time at age 70 after that book came out. So I wrote three more chapters. And this chapter is about creating a small space Positive connection, taking positive control. And I 
told someone else how to take positive control in the small space of her life. And it ended up giving me international influence. I didn't tell her to, I, I gave her one sentence homework. This is someone I had offered to help. She lives in Kenya. I had given her one sentence homework. She did that and changed her life and then decided to change all of Kenya. So, oh, wow. <laughs> definitely I, making an impact. <laughs> I, I created a small space success that gave me international influence. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you mind sharing what that one sentence was? Maybe our listeners and our viewers it was, can. It was what I've done all my life. Say something positive to yourself every day. Mm. That's all it was. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what are you looking forward to in 2024 now that the book has come out and you've made bestseller? Yeah. So what are you working on? Well, I, about two and a half weeks ago, I launched my online cor my courses website for online self-study courses, teaching other people to use soft skill power strategies in their own lives so they can attract unimagined success. I also have blog posts where I list resources for people to use soft skill strategies with themselves. Too many people think they don't deserve success. So unless they think they deserve success, they're not going to pay attention to that unimagined success that comes to them. So I have all these resources for using soft skill power strategies with yourself and I'm promoting those. So I'm, I'm collecting more examples. I'm doing that. I'm doing lots of podcasts. Awesome. <laughs> and, I, and I also, I just made a connection in Poland. I, in 2021, I look for people to draw positive attention to. I look for ordinary people solving problems seeing problems and finding a solution. And I found a woman in Kenya. I saw a news story about a woman in Kenya who was sewing cotton menstrual pads for girls so they could go to school. I contacted her. I put her on my best, the best and brightest, our ordinary Facebook page where I highlight people like that. We became friends over time. She rescues children. She mm. takes in children. She rescues girls from marriages with adult men. She's doing incredible things in Kenya. And she, but she's struggling because Kenya, right. uh, it's Kenya. And she, I, and I haven't been able to financially help her much because it's difficult to earn money when your bones are out of place from a spinal injury, mm -hmm. pelvis, hips, and vertebra. But I've been giving her support and I've been doing what I can to draw attention to her. She recently made a connection with a man in Poland who is looking into helping her, mm -hmm. guiding her to be more successful and helping her get more money. I gave him a link that he could work with her to set up so that she gets promoted as a worthy nonprofit and gets more of the donations she needs to take care of these children. Wow. And he is interested in getting to know me more and what I do. So I did my best to help this woman I didn't know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. And now I have this man in Pola of some stature <laughs> interested in what I'm doing. <laughs> That's awesome. You take a little bit of control, whatever yeah. control you have on the small space, and you never know where it's going to take you. 
Right. Definitely. Definitely. So you mentioned about the soft skills. Yes. What is one soft skill that you maybe have noticed that individuals struggle with the most? Well, talking to other people, starting conversations. And I try to start conversations every time I go out in public. I try to start a conversation because I find other people fascinating. And you never know well, how much fun it's going to be. I've had lots of fun, amazing fun, talking to other people. And I actually, on my Facebook page, I started posting examples of how I start conversations so people can learn how to do it. And I recently come up, came up with a way to describe how important these small conversations can be. It is chit-chatting with a wide variety of people in a wide variety of situations cultivates the confidence to create a connection with a specific person in a specific situation for career conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's wonderful because in this day and age with social media, telephones, we often don't engage in those conversations anymore. We don't, we don't, but people are missing out on so much and it gives chit chat gives people practice for the important conversations in life. Yeah, that's so true. So you are on the Fearless Fridays podcast. How are you living a fearless life? I'm being who I am in spite of being surrounded by people insisting I couldn't possibly be who I am. I have no contact with anyone in my family anymore because they believed my mother and not me. And the only way I could maintain a connection with anyone in my family was to pretend I was someone I'm not. The only person who... It took me 42 years to put together the mental, physical, and emotional clues of the, my murder memories together and to say, Mom did try to kill me. And when I started talking about it, the only person, only family member who made a point of staying in touch with me was my mother's older sister, mm. who, of course, knew what my mother was capable of. Yeah. Yeah. So you shared your story in various different anthologies with Voices of the 21st Century. So where can our listeners and our audience connect with you and support you and purchase a copy of the book and learn more about your story? Well, they have several websites. <laughs> Speakingfromtriumph.com is my main website, and that's where my books would be. There's a Books and More tab, and there's... if. I have talked to at least a dozen people who remember one or more of their parents trying to kill them. And I have a page called Murder Secret Families. So if people want more information, they can go there. I have the social, the soft skill strategies website is softskillstrategycourses.com. And then I also have smilesparksuccess.com, which the soft skills courses are based on. One soft skill course is based on, I have two courses. It's That site is free. Everything on there is free. It explains DISC behavior styles, D-I-S-C. Many people have heard of them. And it explains Springer guiding values, is, which are, there are six attitude values that guide our decisions. William Moulton Marston wrote, created the DISC behavior style theory in 1928. And Edward R. Springer wrote about 
the types of men, it was 1928, yeah. <laughs> and the six attitudes values in 1928. <laughs> and this information is, a lot of people have researched this information and used it their own way because neither one's copyrighted their work. So anybody mm. can build on it, which is what I've done. And so I've created this website where everybody go and for free, figure out their disc behavior style, their guiding values, figure out what they can do to ease their stress, how they can talk to other people, what they can say about this is what I need because this yeah. is my behavior style and this is my guiding value. That's all free. Awesome. And I'll make sure to capture all of those links and put them on the show notes. Any last parting words as we get ready to wrap up? I like to say that I, creating success in small spaces create the victories of life. And the first small spaces where I took positive control were my ears and my mouth, what I listened to and what I said. Mm. I Everybody that. can start with their ears and their mouth. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for being with us today, Paula, and for sharing part of your story with us. Thank you, Marianne. It was You're a wonderful welcome. conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. Make sure to stay connected with us and you can find us on Facebook at MRD Empowerment Solutions or on Instagram as Marianne Rivera Dannert. You can also visit our website at MarianneRiveraDannert.com. As always, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.